Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. I know it has been about, what, two weeks since I dropped a live episode and I told y'all about a month ago that I was going to do better and I haven't yet. Please forgive me. Extend grace my way. I am still working on this time management thing where I can be more consistent um, as I was before. But I tell you, right now where I am, I have just been taking it day by day. And I want to, you know, share with you guys, extend grace to yourself, too. It's like Pastor um, Michael Todd says all the time. It's about progression, not perfection. So extend grace to yourself. And with each new day, we are given new grace, new mercy. Use it. It's efficient for today. Don't worry about tomorrow. And what you don't get done today, it's all right. If you are given the gift of life the following day, then there's your opportunity to get done whatever you didn't get done. So I just want to share that with you because I'm I've been feeling guilty about not being consistent but I realize I have to extend grace to myself and not allow myself to become consumed with worry or become anxious for anything but to just take it one step at a time so I'm here on the mic with you today recording this episode and praying that it is a blessing to your life because what I want to share with you today is something that I personally have been dealing with for over the past two weeks. And I just kind of want to share some of my thoughts with you and the reflections or or revelations that I have received um, during this time. One of the things that um, hit me, I actually posted about it about two weeks ago on Facebook. And I said that moment when you're faced with an even if he doesn't praise. And what I meant by that was that moment when God's answer is not what you expected it to be. And Sometimes that's difficult to receive. Sometimes it's difficult to comprehend um, or accept. But are you still going to praise him? Are you going to praise him when it appears that his answer is no? Even though his answer really was yes. Um, And that's what I want to talk about today because that's something that I have been dealing with. Um, And I'm reminded of... Uh, Jonathan Evans uh, sermon at uh, his mother's uh, homegoing service and he talked about how he wrestled with God in regards to her transition he talked about how you know he said to God this was your opportunity to get you know the glory there were people around the world that were praying we were fasting you know there were people walking around his parents house like the walls of jericho you know for the can- cancer to just um be pulled down you know for her to be cancer free and for her to be completely healed on this side of heaven and so you know he just shared where he was and he shared how god answered him and god answered him by saying that you know the answer was either yes or yes. Either she was going to be healed or she was going to be healed. Either she was going to live or she was going to live. But you don't tell me how to get my glory. You know, you don't understand how my victory works. And the first time that I heard uh, Jonathan Evans uh, give that message, it hit home. I was like, oh, yes. You know, but it was one of those on the outside looking in type situations like yeah oh god how can i tell you how to get your glory yeah but then the second time i heard it 
it hit home for me because I was dealing with one of those wrestle with God moments. God, I don't understand. Like, I just knew you were going to do it again on this side of heaven. I just knew that you were going, your answer was going to be yes, the way that I wanted it to be. Yes. I just knew that. I, and in listening to that, I felt the reprimand. I felt God saying to me, you don't tell me how to get my glory. You don't get to tell me how this thing works. I'm God. I'm the sovereign God. I'm the one in charge, not you. You have this false sense of being in control and that you really are are the one that can make things happen, but it can't. Everything that you do, Hannah, is because of me. His word even tells me that it's God who works in me, who wills and acts according to his good purposes. It's him working in me to do his will, to act according to his good purposes. It's him who will continue to do a good work in me until the return of my Lord and Savior. It is him who is giving me grace and mercy it is him whose breath of life is in my body and every day that I wake up I realize I still have a purpose to serve because I'm still here and for me to think that in any way that I have control over anything is just foolish of me to think that way and so it really hit home listening to that again and hearing that again about the answer being yes and yes, it's only two answers. It's either yes or yes. The problem is, is that sometimes the yes that we're looking for is the yes that we want, the way that we want it to be answered, the way that we are expecting for it to work out. And if God is always meeting our expectations, how can he ever exceed it? I've said that before, and I think I will continue to say that because that's a word. His word tells us that he does exceeding abundantly far above what we could ask or think according to the power that works in us. So if my thinking, if what I'm asking for is right here and he's always meeting what I'm thinking, my what what I'm expecting, is that not me putting limitations on the exceeding abundantly part? I'm saying, God, I'm praying for this. You told me that whatever I ask in your name, that it will be given to me. I can say to the mountain to be thou removed and it would be removed. You, you told me that if I remain in your word and I abide in your word and it abides in me, I can ask whatever I wish and it shall be given to me. So, OK, I have this ability to ask whatever I want. And you're going to give it to me. So why when I'm expecting this, that's not what you gave. And God is like, but I did. I just didn't do it the way that you wanted me to. So because I didn't do it the way that you wanted me to, you're trying to call me a liar. This is the conversation I have with God. I'm not saying that that's what y'all called him. I'm not saying that that's what you did. But, and, and oh yeah, ouch, that hurt, right? Because I'm like, God, I didn't call you a liar. But he was like, but how are you not? You're saying that this is that this is what my word says. You're holding me accountable to my word because my word cannot come back or return unto me void. So you're holding me accountable to my word. Yes, that is what my word says. And so in your finite mind, you're saying, well, God, this is what I was praying for. 
this is not what you gave me. He's like, but didn't I? What were you asking for? What was the intent of your heart? Were you asking for the healing? Or were you asking for me to do things the way that you wanted me to do it? Because she's either healed or she's healed. It's, it's not that she's not healed. Because to be absent in the body is to be present with the Lord. So she's healed. She's walking in complete wholeness and healedness. But what is the issue for you right now is, is that she's not here with you physically. I understand that hurts. And just like Jonathan Evans said, he was like, I under, you know, speaking for him or speak when he was speaking for him specifically, he was saying that God said to him, like, I know that it hurt you to watch your mother die. But don't forget that it hurt me to watch my son die so that she could live. God, there is no emotion, no pain, no nothing that we feel or go through that God doesn't know. And I think sometimes we forget that. I forget that. Let me use I. Let me own my own truth. I don't want to speak for anybody else. I think sometimes I forget that. I forget that I serve a God who feels, who hears, who's compassionate, who can relate to me. And yeah, to to Jonathan Evans' point as well, sometimes I get entitled. And there's a difference. I've been thinking about this for a while. There's a difference between entitlement and us, you know, declaring that we are sons and daughters of the most high and that we, you know, we can walk confident and boldly. Like there's a difference between being entitled about certain things and going boldly before the Lord. And it's it's important for me to understand that and recognize that and to never feel entitled when I go before him because I don't I'm not entitled to anything. He doesn't owe me anything, but I owe him everything. I owe him my life. He sent his only begotten son to die so that I could live. I owe him everything. He owes me nothing. So for me to go and say, God, I've been serving you. God, I've been doing this and that, you know, and and it's not by works. That's the other thing. Like, oh, Hannah, how entitled, how selfish or bratty can you be by feeling that, that just because you're serving God, just because you're spending time in his word, just because you're living for him and telling other people about him, that that entitles you to certain things. It doesn't because it's not by your works that you're saved. It's by his mere grace, his grace, his grace is sufficient. And so, yeah, I understand that this is a hard conversation. It's been hard for me to deal with over these past few weeks because I I have been wrestling. I had been wrestling with God on this I have been wrestling with God with just not understanding certain things. There's there's so much that has been transpiring in my life recently uh, that I just didn't understand. And I'm like, okay, God, I I still trust you. I trust you. Though you slay me, yet will I trust you. I trust you. But I'm just going to be quite honest with you. Like, God, this doesn't make sense to me. And I'm I'm hurting. I'm in pain. Like, This does not feel good. Your word says that it works for my good, (laughs) but it don't feel good. It don't appear good. It don't, it it just doesn't. Okay. It does not. (laughs) 
And as I sought him to try to gain some understanding, these other things that he was revealing, that's the other thing I'm going to say too. I, I've been saying that prayer, Lord, reveal, expose, and remove those things in my life that should not be. Listen, when I tell y'all be careful what you pray for, or at least understand, have a full understanding of what you're praying for, um, <laughs> because I'm at the point where I'm like, okay, God, like, can we push pause, time out? Can we stop? I don't, I don't need you to ex- expose or reveal anything else right now um, because this is a lot. And so I need to, I need to deal with this. So we're going to push pause on that for a moment. But I'm appreciative because it shows me the errors of my ways. You know, just like in this whole entitlement thing, you're not entitled to anything, Hannah. Um, your, your, your purpose, my purpose to be here on this earth is to fulfill his purpose. I am not my own. I don't belong to myself. I belong to him. Like the fact that I am on this mic with y'all right now and I'm still here is because I still have purpose to fulfill, but it's not my agenda or my purpose is his, you know, it's just like the word of God tells us that many are the plans of a man's heart, but it's the will of the Lord that will prevail. I can, y'all know that saying, if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. Listen, I I do plan on doing an episode (laughs) about those 2020 goals that we set out at the beginning of the year. (laughs) But yeah, I, I think about those goals that I had set out at the beginning of 2020. Here we are um, at the second half of the year in the third quarter. And I looked at them jokers, jokers meaning my goals. And I was just like, oh, yes, uh, about that, God. You know, you can, it, there's nothing wrong with planning, but make room in your mind that your plan is not necessarily going to be the way things plan out or pan out because God knows, especially if you're not going to him with your plan in the first place, you know, if you're not talking it over with him, like, okay, God, like, all right. So these are the things that I was thinking to get done is, you know, is this what you have for me? Cause you know, I just, I feel like that's where I need to be right now when I revisit these goals. Like, okay, God, so I really did think that these were the things that you wanted me to accomplish this year. But see, the way that this year was set up and the way that it turned out, um, yeah. Or can you show me how these can still get done if this is still the plan? You know, uh, because I do recognize that delay does not mean denial. So is it that there's some other things that you wanted me to work on during this season, during this time? And I I believe I came to y'all before that, you know, before and was talking about that, talking about the fact that just because this quarantine has happened, just because we have been, you know, at home more, not going out, traveling as much and all that, that it doesn't necessarily mean that there's not something that's supposed to be transpiring and transitioning. We should not come out of this situation that we're in the same way we went into it. We should come out of it differently. 
And I I say that to myself because it's like, all right, Hannah, so you know that you've been working on this whole time management thing for a while. You've been asking God to help you be a good steward of your time. Girl, it's been three months since we've been on quarantine. You still praying this prayer. So what's got to happen? What <laughs> we need to get ourselves together. We shall not come out of this quarantine still talking about some God help me with my time management because God is like, Hannah, I gave you time what's going on <laughs> you know so I, I i'm saying that because i'm speaking to myself here i'm just sharing with you guys what has been transpiring in this mind of mine during this time with everything that has been going on and i just believe that there's somebody out there who can relate to me who understands what i'm talking about i know i'm not in this alone and i want to say to you to to the listener or listeners that may be able to relate you're not alone either there's somebody in central florida who is going through the same thing as you who has been struggling with everything that has transpired i feel like there has been so many transitions around me and when i use the word transition i'm talking about loss of life there have been so many people around me that have passed not necessarily the covid 19 but people around me that have passed, whether it was a, a personal uh, friend of mine um, or it was a family member of one of my close friends. And I'm just like, God, what is this? What is going on? And, and then you hear about these celebrities that have passed. You know, it's just, God, what's going on? The school system. To reopen or not to reopen, to reopen face to face or virtual, like these are uncertain times and it can build a lot of anxiety. Um, and I, I've, I've shared before, not sure if I shared it on a podcast or if it's just been with, you know, other people, but I've been sharing that for me personally, what God has been speaking to me during this quarantine is grace, mercy and peace. Grace, mercy, and peace. Those are the three words that have just been resounding in my spirit throughout this quarantine. Grace, mercy, and peace. And that is because with each new day, there is new grace and new mercy that is given to us and it's sufficient for today. And a lot of the times we try to take what was given to us for today into tomorrow, worrying about tomorrow, worrying about three weeks from now, worrying about the rest of this year. And God is like, I gave it for today. Focus on today. Let tomorrow worry about itself. Tomorrow is going to come with its own cares and concerns. I need you to focus on today. What can we get accomplished today? Because tomorrow is not even promised to you. So why are you worried about it? Yeah, you have your plans and you prepare because there's a prepared place for a prepared person. But at the same time, I need you to live in the present. I need you to live in the now. What can you do now? While you still have breath in your body, what can you do right now? Don't talk about what you can do for tomorrow because you can do it today. What can you do right? What is in your possession right now while you have breath in your body? Because the next second, don't even talk about tomorrow. The next second is not promised to you. So what can you do today to make a difference? What can you do today to leave a legacy? What can you do today to give God the glory? These, This is the conversation that the Lord and I have been having. And he's been saying that to me. 
grace, peace, and mercy. Grace, peace, and mercy. Use the grace and the mercy that I gave you today, Hannah, to get through today. To get through today. Because there will be more grace and mercy for tomorrow, sufficient for tomorrow. But today, today while you have breath, what can you do? How can you use the grace and the mercy that I gave you so that peace, that peace, I can maintain it because he says that I've already given it to you. I leave it with you, not as the world gives so that you be anxious for nothing, that you don't be afraid, that you're not worrying about anything. Today, enter into my rest, Hannah. Today, today, enter it and stay there because in all honesty, you don't need to worry about anything. Why? Because I'm in control. I got control of the situation. None of this is was unexpected to me. I knew it was going to happen. I know exactly how it's going to play out. All you need to do is trust me. Grace, mercy, and peace. Grace, mercy, and peace, Hannah. Stay in my rest. Maintain my peace. Hold on to it. Because that's what I give to you. To hold on to it. And the way you maintain it is by leaning on me. Don't trust in unto your own understanding. But in all your ways, acknowledge me and I will direct your path. I'm going to direct your path because I know exactly the way that your path is supposed to go. I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to bring you to an expected end. He knows the plans that he has for us. He knows exactly what his plan is for us through this COVID-19 situation. He knows exactly what is supposed to happen. And if we just trust in him, I said, I know I'm saying we again. I, if I just trust in him for myself, then I won't worry. I won't fret. I won't be anxious. And in those moments of feeling anxiety build up because, yes, we have emotions. We feel, you know, when we hear stuff, it triggers things within us. So, yeah, you feel in that moment. But then it's like, okay, God. I, you said that I can cast this onto you and not worry about it because you'll take care of it. So I'm going to cast it onto you because there's nothing I can do about it. What can I do about what's going on? I mean, yeah, there's little steps that I can take for, for myself, but can, can I stop COVID-19? I, I, I can't. So all I can do is trust into the person who already knows how this is going to play out who who is in charge who says that he continues to do a good work in me who says that you know he has these plans for me he knows exactly how he's working for I can't I I was saying this to God the other day and I'm sorry if I'm if I'm sounding a little scattered um but I was something just came back to my memory uh so with this whole you know situation quarantine and everything You know, as you guys know, I have two young children, ages nine and seven. And so what's going on with the school system is a big concern of mine and what to do, you know, um, to homeschool or not to homeschool, to go virtual or not virtual, to send them back when I know I'm not comfortable with sending them back. Um, The fourth quarter of last academic school year, this past spring, it was a trying some time working from home and also homeschooling my children. It was not an easy task. It was difficult. Anthony and I have had several conversations about what that looks like with this upcoming school year. Because for me, I'm like, Anthony, I'm not comfortable with sending them back to school. I'm just not. 
I said, I, I need to, I need to know, like, what are the options? Is this going to be like a partial, you know, going to school and coming home? Like I can even deal with something like that more than just sending my kids full fledged back to school. Like nothing has transpired. And so, you know, in this conversation that we've been having with each other, Anthony says to me, he was like, but Hannah, you know, your work has picked up. And yeah, it has picked up because right now this is peak season. You know, classes are about to stall for fall. For fall. I'm sorry. I'm saying that all wrong. Classes are about to start for fall. The fall registration semester is open. You know, so, yeah, students are frantically trying to figure out what courses do I need for this fall semester? Are classes going to be online? Are there any face-to-face? Like all these different questions. So yeah, my email has been increasing. My student appointments have been increasing. It has been, you know, as to Anthony's point, I have just been a body in my house because I sit in the office working, you know, um, and when he goes off to work, he is like, it's almost like you're just a body in the house to make sure that the kids don't burn the house down because you're not present with them. And he's right. He's very accurate in his statement. I am just a body until I finally step away from my computer and rejoin my family. And so I can't do that once the school year starts, because especially if they're homeschooling, if they're doing this virtually, they need me to help them. They are not sufficient enough to just do their schoolwork on their own. They're, they're going to have questions. It's a new academic year. It's going to be new things that they're learning, you know, so they're going to need teacher mom to come over and to break things down for them. And so um, it's been a concern. It really has. And the other morning as I was getting ready for the day, God said to me, he was like, Hannah, you say you you can't feel me working. You don't see me working. And even though you believe it's going to work out for your good, you don't see how it's working out for your good. And so he just kind of started laying things out for me. And he said, so when do you return back to work? And for me personally, I am working from home at least until the end of 2020. What the the spring semester brings, we don't know right now. But at least for right now, I know that I am working from home until December. And then God revealed to me, he said, okay. And so recently there have been talks about, you know, possibly pushing the school year to a later start date. What's that start date? Well, here in Central Florida for Orange County, they're talking about possibly pushing it back to August 31st because that's the latest that they can start school. Okay, when does peak season end for you at your job? Doesn't it end at the end of August? Like, doesn't things start to slow down a bit or ease up a bit come September? And I was like, yeah. And and then he pointed out to me, didn't you recently receive an email from your college president saying that he understands the times that you're that we that you all are currently in and that, you know, you can talk to your that they support you in, in whether you decide to for your children to, you know, stay at home or you send them however, whatever you need to do. We're here for you and we're willing to work with adjusting your schedule so that the needs of the college and the needs of your family can both be met. And I was like, yeah. And so then it was like like this pause, this silence. And I realized in that moment that God was being funny with me (laughs) 
because it was like he's saying, so tell me again how you don't see me working. You don't feel me working. You it don't look good like it's going to work out for your good. Tell me again. Tell me again where my answer is not yes and yes. And, and I tell you guys, like if you sit and I understand and I've said this before and I will continue to say this in this season, we are all in the same storm, but we are in different vessels. And no matter what your vessel is right now, his answer is still yes and yes. You know, like even for the one who may be in the canoe with the family of six and the waves are crashing and pouring in and you just like Hannah, I don't see how his answer is yes and yes in my situation because I'm in a canoe with a family of six and the waves are crashing and I feel the water coming over. But my sister, my brother, you're in the canoe. Are you in the water? You're not in the water right now. You are still afloat. So, yes, his answer is still yes and yes. It does. It's not the answer that you expected. It's not the answer that you wanted, but it doesn't mean he's not answering you. And I know that that some people may look at my situation or listen to what I'm saying and, and they're just like, you don't understand. And you're right. I don't. I don't understand your particular situation because I may not be in your situation. And even if I was, we would still look at it differently. But I'm just here to encourage everybody and myself that his answer is always yes and yes. Even when it doesn't look like he's answering the way that we expected him to, he's still answering. He's still working. Even though I can't feel it, even though I don't see it, he's working. He's working it out for our good. And it's either we going to believe his word or we not because his word can't return onto him void. So it's either we're going to believe what he's saying, what he said in his word, or we're not. So then you have to ask yourself, am I going to believe or am I not going to believe? And and are you not going to believe just because he's not answering the way that you expect him to? But if he always ex- answers the way you expect, how can he ever exceed that? How can he ever do abundantly in your life if you're putting limits on him by saying, no, God, I need you to answer this my way. And then if he's answering things in your way, in the way that you want them to go, then Where's the plan for that he has for your life to be fulfilled? Because you know the plans that you have, but you don't know beyond your plans. You don't know how this thing is going to play out. You don't know what your expected end is. You don't know what the end is going to bring unless you believe in the word, which the word tells you that in the end you have the victory. And it's like I was sharing with um, a friend of mine the other day. I said, right now we're at the starting line, right, of whatever chapter we're getting ready to begin in our life or wherever we are in our life we're at the starting line and then there's a finish and what the word of God tells us is that at that finish line we have the victory that we we win right but it is the race the actual race from start to finish what we're going through in between it's that process that we are uncertain of because we don't know what's going to happen during that race we don't know if we're going to become winded we don't know if we're going to stumble we don't know if we're going to run into somebody else's track we don't know what's going to happen in the midst of the race we just know that once we cross the finish line that we have the victory so it's either you gonna trust God in the process of your race in the process of 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 going through with you 
in that race or you not and then you never start and if you never start how can you get to the victory how can you get to the finish line Whew, I'm sorry y'all like this is like I said this is what has just been going on in my mind over the last couple of weeks because it's been a wrestle with God it's been a wrestle not seeing things being answered the way that I wanted them to being answered the way that I was expecting him to but just because he did not answer the way that I expected him to did not mean he did not answer he even revealed to me Hannah those times that you applied for something and you were rejected it wasn't a rejection it was my answer of yes and I know you guys are like Hannah what in the world are you talking about well think about it when you're applying for a job right and you if you were to apply for five different jobs and all five different jobs gave you an offer now what is your question god which one should i take right you're wondering which one should you take because you don't want to take the wrong job but we we all want to receive an offer from all of them because we don't want to receive any rejections but what god revealed to me is is that hannah the rejections were the ones you weren't supposed to take so instead of even giving you the the um I don't want to say opportunity, but instead of giving you the dilemma of of having to decide, is this the right one? God, am I hearing you right? Should I take this one? Well, this is the pros and cons of this or this is the pros and cons. He was like, instead of taking you through all of that and making you having to figure out which one was the right one, I just said no. But my no was a yes. It was a yes to the one that you're supposed to take. But see, in your finite mind, you don't see it that way. Because what you see is what you expect and what you expect is a limitation on my sovereignty. So I hope you guys got something out of today. (laughs) I know I have. It's still speaking to me. It's still ministering to my spirit. And I just hope that it ministers to yours. And I hope that it brings you some comfort or some peace during this season of uncertainty and during this season of feeling like God where are you because that is where I have been I've been trusting him but I've been asking him God where are you where are you in this help me to see it you know help me to know how to stand encouraged and to encourage others in this time because there's a lot going on right now and people are hurting what how How are they supposed to deal with this? How am I supposed to deal with this? And this was his answer to me. And I just wanted to share it with you. So I hope you got something out of today, out of this episode. And I hope you were encouraged. And so, you know, continue to send in your listener letters. You can reach out to me at hannahsworld00 at gmail.com or connect with me on Instagram at hannahsworld00. You can DM me, you can comment on a post, however you feel like connecting. But I just want to say, be encouraged. And I'm going to just speak those words to you that God's been speaking to me. Grace, mercy, and peace. Grace, mercy, and peace. Every day you're given new grace and new mercy that is sufficient for that day. Use it for that day so that you can enter into his rest and maintain your peace throughout the day. All right, y'all. Until next time. Peace out, world. (laughs) 